Welcome to Chucking a Sicky. This week, I can't go to work because, look, I don't want to freak you out, but I think everyone in the world is watching me and I am in some type of, I don't know, fake world. I need to get on my ship and sail the hell out of this madhouse. I'm your host, Harry, and each week we invite a very special guest and go through their perfect day off. From the excuse they use to get off work, to the song that sets the tone for the day, their favourite meal, and of course, their adventurous afternoon, a real-life Ferris Bueller's day off. We have a lot of exciting episodes coming up, from Aussie comedy superstars, to bands, playwrights, actors, and hell, maybe even a random dude who, for some reason, every day says, good morning, and if I don't see ya, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. But this week, we have the fantastic Stephen Christie. Stephen is a reporter and producer for Flash News, which put out some fantastic content. You would likely see Stephen on, I don't know, every red carpet or after party that has happened in Sydney in the past, I don't know, two years. Or you may have seen it in a movie, Tin, Nothing Like the Sun, or his fantastic Instagram stories. Stephen and I go all the way back to our radio days with Blitz Radio at UNSW. So make sure to check out Stephen's socials and also follow Flash News for all his fantastic content. But for now... Pull out that thermometer and get ready to call your boss because it's time for chucking a sickie. <coughs> chuck a sickie. Steven, hello. Welcome, welcome to chucking a sickie. I'm so ready to chuck a sickie. <laughs> I am so happy to have you on the pod. Uh, obviously, we go we go way back. Pretty far back. Um, uh, it's been a while. How long? Well, I would say probably six, seven years. Yeah. It's been a decent amount of time. For me, it was like, what, first or second year of uni, so a long time ago yeah, now. It's, it's been it's been a minute. We're old. And we, oh, God. <laughs> I mean, we are old, which is, it's a good thing and it's a bad thing. Um, I actually do want to speak to something. Before we get into the nitty gritty, I want to speak a little bit about you because you, you've done quite a bit so far. I know that you were an extra... In, in movies as well. As an extra, how, how did you find that experience? I've always been so intrigued as, as how extras, how they feel being in, in a movie. Honestly, it is so fucking boring. It's some <laughs> of the most boring stuff ever. Anyone who's ever been on a film set can attest that it's either the most stressful job ever or the most boring job ever. And if you're an extra, it is extremely mundane because you are just waiting to do the same thing over and over and over and over again. Yeah. You have to pretend to talk. I did a party scene in one episode and we were just mumbling words at each other because we couldn't speak too loud. Yeah. Do you have something that you go to, like a word that you'd use to like to mumble? <laughs> it's like be- eggs and bacon, eggs and it's bacon. It's peas and carrots. <laughs> it's, it's a classic. Good. It's a classic. <laughs> it works really well. And it's very funny to like see the other person's face just slowly get very confused. <laughs> <laughs> if they don't have the same experience. Yeah. <laughs> and did you watch the movie and did you try and like pinpoint yourself in this in this movie, which I think yes. was called Tin? Yes, yeah. Tin was the last one I did. In fact, the first time I watched it was on a plane earlier this year. Oh, this really? movie I shot before COVID. <laughs> so it was oh a while God. ago. Yeah. So I fin- finally got a chance to see it for some reason on this Qatar Airways flight. Oh, I was God finally there and I was like, oh my God, this is that flick I was in. I, I knew for a fact in the opening scene, this party scene, I was going to be in three places at the same time because the the uh, first assistant director did not know where to put me. Oh, okay. Just to, just to say. Three of you in one scene. Absolutely. And it, I thought that was, was, was what was going to happen and it is, that is exactly what happened. Oh, so they really edited it well. <laughs> so well. You could see my face in, on a balcony. You could see my face behind the couple. You could see me talking to someone else and having a drink with someone else at the same time. I, I wonder if... 
people like cinemaphiles, they, they watch movies specifically for people like you where there's like, these are all the discrepancies. I swear that's the same guy from a minute 28 in the film that is at a minute 45. I'm one of those people. <laughs> yes, absolutely. You go on IMDB trivia and yeah. I am there, I'm sure. Uh, that's <laughs> awesome. I, I'm so excited to now watch that movie and really, really get into it. Look, I've always wanted to be an extra. I'm hoping one day it will happen for me. If there was a movie that you could be an extra in, I'm, I'm talking any movie here. I know we're off topic, but I oh don't care. God. What movie would you want to be an extra in? Jesus, this is... A, okay, okay. There are so many 80s movies that I <laughs> want to be in desperately. Specifically, any of the Back to the Future movies. And okay. I know that that is a time travel movie and I've dreamed about tri time traveling into that movie like on set <laughs> if just you being had in the, the DeLorean you would go back yes 100% <laughs> who wouldn't it's back to the future though I did just watch Top Gun for the first time like the original oh really I would have loved to have gotten ripped just to be in the volleyball scene <laughs> Uh, that, <laughs> that was great. Is, that is such a niche <laughs> reference, but I love that but everyone know knows the exact scene I'm talking about. You can picture those rippling shiny abs. I'm sure. Yeah, it is funny though that you're like, I want to do a lot of work to then be in a scene <laughs> in for about ten seconds. Hundred <laughs> percent. Incredible. I I love that. <laughs> I reckon I probably want to be in like three hundred. I feel oh, like that would be yeah. really exciting because extras. Obviously, you don't see them that much, but the whole time you're just having like a blast. Yeah, absolutely. You're on a film set. It's yeah, fun. You get to pick yourself out, see your name in the credits, get ripped for 300. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, maybe I take that away. What's the most gluttonous movie I could pick? Because just sitting oh, there and eating, I think true. I could get around that. Probably one of the background scenes in uh, in The Great Gatsby, I'm sure, in the oh, party yeah, scenes. Oh, yeah, very lavish. Just sit there drinking. Yeah, something where you get nice clothes as well. Because, oh, like, 300, yeah. you get a bit of, like, linen to cover you get your... get a loincloth and Not that's great. it, really. <laughs> yeah. You get In Great Gatsby, you get a suit. And Top Gun, you'd get the overalls. It'd be awesome. <laughs> that's or, true. Or the volleyball pants. Or just the tiny booty shorts yeah i mean both good both good <laughs> we're not taking away from that look steven let's get into this i'm ready um, you want to chuck a sickie today because it's been it's just it's been a while you need a day just for you I treat just yourself need a day for me and i appreciate that but we have to start off the day with setting the scene and for you what has been your worst job that you've ever had oh. you don't have to name the place Okay. you can just tell us bits and pieces. So, like, let's say if it was JB Hi-Fi and Winyard that you worked from 2015 to 2016. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not pointing know? it out. But if that was the store, you could just say an electronics store. An electronics store. I, I'm not saying that specifically. We love JB Hi-Fi sure, on this show. Sure, yeah, absolutely. We want to get sponsored. We would love Please give me a deal on Nintendo Switch games. I really need it. <laughs> okay, so okay, tell my me. My worst job, I think, is very clear to me, actually. Mm. It was quite recent. So, I'm a, I'm a media person. I Ever since we knew each other I knew I wanted to work in broadcast so I went to Channel 9 and now I work at Foxtel but in between there was this thing I don't know if you heard of it the pandemic so because I've mentioned once or twice a lot of uh, the work that went for media people like me was kind of dried out your boy needed a job so <laughs> I got working at a trade counter which is basically a, a sales office for tradies oh it was horrible I was gonna say cool but not no. okay what was bad about it the tradies <laughs> Okay. <laughs> also, I just, I never had a proper full-time job before. I just sat at basically a cubicle yeah. and sold stuff. And that is not me at no, all. No, that's really not you. Plus, it was extremely small of an office. So you had to deal with just the worst people in the world. I hated it. Look, you can talk to any of my friends during that period of time. I wanted to just jump into the ocean sometimes. <laughs> yeah. I was ready to quit, but you know. 
It was it was the pandemic you had time. To, had to pay the bills. Had to do it without stereotyping. Oh yes. What was one of the <laughs> worst experiences that you had trying to sell? What were you even selling? So so basically, uh, it was like what was it? It was security products, and okay. these were like electrical tradies yeah. sparkies in fact my dad was one of the people who came and bought stuff from i assume place. that was probably your worst client absolutely <laughs> no he was great i love my papa christy papa christy how <laughs> no, dare we do love him on the show he's <laughs> yes, one yes. of our special guests he's a sponsor <laughs> <laughs> one day if you're listening papa christy exactly. we would love it but yeah it was mainly some of just the worst tradies that i either had to deal with on the phone or just in person because they would come in they're like i need this really specific thing for this job yesterday and you're the reason why I don't have this and you just popped a lot of abuse yeah I guess abuse in a job would be the worst part of a job pretty bad it's pretty bad and the worst part is that there was no support really like you know had a manager that kind of cared a little bit but he was like yeah you should have got that thing for him yesterday but how are you meant to know? Are you meant to be a mind reader? Of course you had. Of course you do. If you had the DeLorean, this would I not be. I could have gone back in time and fixed everything you for them. <laughs> I mean, you probably would have stopped the pandemic. That probably would have been better than the maybe, stopping the tradie being yeah. angry after one day delay. But you know, maybe if I had a DeLorean, they could travel one day back in time. Oh, true. That would actually be quite useful. <laughs> be the worst <laughs> time machine in the world. Only one day. But I'm Groundhog Day machine. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But I think you could actually see all the variables that would happen if you changed one thing and then enacted so that every day was a perfect day but I guess if you're aging at the same time, this you're is trying a to make a version of Groundhog Day. I'm yeah. liking it. I'm I think I would it. hate it. Yeah, it would <laughs> probably be the worst. Because you like you know that you can just restart, but like you don't know what's the best option every That's time. Right. And so you're trying everything, and then you probably wouldn't get past day one. I wouldn't want to get past day one in that in that job anyway. Yeah. <laughs> if I had to go relive it, I wouldn't want to relive one day of it ever again. Yeah, that's that's very so fair. So I would never use a type of machine to go and back into that job do specifically. You think, do you think that maybe you learned some stuff about the different mechanics? Like, did you learn anything from oh, it? Oh, definitely. Look, me and my dad for the first time ever bonded. Which was great. Look, we such a sincere, beautiful We moment. do. We have had other things to bond over, don't get me wrong. But, but he has lived his entire life being a tradie basically and I have not given an absolute shit my entire family are tradies builders tilers plumbers he's a sparky yeah. I had no fucking interest in my entire life but finally I had to do it for a job <laughs> yeah. so I knew what I was talking about I'd come home for dinner we would talk about work yeah. it was it was quite nice and I did learn a lot I know and I, now that you're interviewing celebrities he's like listen <laughs> I could not care less like this is not relevant to genuinely, me genuinely yeah no. <laughs> he's still very supportive but it's like it's not a trade man I'm just I'm just imagining a setting where you like come home you're like yeah I spoke to Chris Hemsworth today and he's like <laughs> what does he use to uh, you know nail his guns I don't know anything about training well I've oh, I've just I've butchered that entire thing and my, my dad's also a trainee and I'm like you should know oh, then God, I'm, I'm, a dis- I'm a disappointment we are both disappointments it's to fine. our trainee parents but and that's, that's okay. okay obviously with this worst job how long did you actually work in it for you like, know what I think it was almost exactly if not a little bit over a year oh so that it was, was a long time it was time. a long time and you know what there was a lot of feelings of like you know, it's COVID times. We went out of one lockdown into another while I was in this job as well. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, it was a very long time where I just was stuck in it. It felt very stuck. And I Though guess... I did chuck a lot of sickies, I'll be honest. <laughs> yeah. I really, really did. All right, well, you've just given me the perfect segue. Oh, so obviously for today, you've got to you've got to try and convince your boss, right? That yeah. you should have the day off. What was? Don't tell me what you're going to use, but what were some of the examples of excuses that you gave for sick days? Because <laughs> I, I feel like they're going to be pretty awful. <laughs> the worst one I ever did was I, I texted my boss in the morning morning hey just been to the gym fell off the treadmill and really hurt my back uh <laughs> like feel like, shit <laughs> like you're telling me it was going full speed yes. you've slipped smacked your head under the treadmill <laughs> fallen into the kettlebells yes they've fallen over you're now dead i should have said that really what i that that was a lot more elaborate than what i said and you know what i didn't even elaborate the next day when i came in but they knew <laughs> i was lying through my teeth because i posted a photo of me having a beer with my mum on the beach later oh okay well that's a rookie that, you <laughs> that was a rookie error and i never made it again you can't have a sick day where you're posting about it that's rule 101 exactly like, well i think what rule zero should be is Block your bosses straight away. Oh, <laughs> or make a close friends list if you have to post stuff. I've learned that the hard way. Your bosses, if they're nosy, which those ones were back at that job, they will find you. That is so true. Um, I think, though, that the excuse of I fell off a treadmill <laughs> is probably one of the worst that I've ever heard. And it makes me so excited for a uh, bring, bring. Oh, no. A uh, bring, bring. Oh, God. Uh, actually, you're calling me, I realize. Oh, I'm calling yeah, you. Because you're asking for a sick day. I, oh, I've yeah. stuffed this up. You have to call me. <laughs> okay. Uh, Sorry. Uh, yeah, hello. Tradies are us. <laughs> it's me, uh, your guy, Steve. Oh, uh, Steve who? S uh, Steve uh, Christie, you know, the uh, one that, that... Yeah, yeah. Hi, yeah, Steve. You know the one. The only Steve you work yeah. with. Yeah, look, I know I was supposed to be in, what, half an hour ago? Ouch, ouch, ouch. Cough, cough, cough. I... <laughs> Really, really. Sorry, hurt are you just, are you just saying cough or are you actually no, no, coughing? No, no, this is how, how oh, I cough. How you cough. This okay. is how I cough. You know how so you've, some you've been in the office a bit. Uh, I've you've heard, heard me that. go a chew before. Right? I, I have heard you go a chew. It's very true. <laughs> I'm sorry. Look, boss, I I really, really hurt my my back. My back. Yeah. Okay. It's, How'd you hurt it? I, uh, you know, I was going for uh, for a run. I was at the gym. I was at Again, the gym. You do love the gym. I yeah. I just started going. You know, I really, really want to get active. But unfortunately, I'm probably gonna have to take a break from the gym. That it hurts me so much to say. It I wasn't. It wasn't the treadmill again, was it? It was. Look, it was the treadmill again, but this time I thought I had control over it. Yeah. I thought I could go from, you know, doing the rowing machine and doing the bike and then the treadmill, you know, warm up for it. Yeah. And unfortunately, my legs just, they fully gave out. In fact, I didn't fall off it. I got, I slid underneath it this time. Oh, okay. Yeah, there was Have a- Have you gone to hospital? Like a- uh, look, there was there was uh, uh, an Ambo on the scene, you know, with the jaws of life that had to pull me out from underneath. It was really intense. Yeah, you know what I actually realized at Tradies R Us? I actually don't care. So <laughs> take the day off. I, this makes no difference to me. Um, you know what? My boss would never say that. So whoever you are, thank you so much for giving me the day off. <laughs> <laughs> Find out. Okay, great. I, oh, thank I, God. I realized I was being a bit too nice because I feel like from the work environment, it sounded quite hostile and I was being quite nice to begin with. And then I realized your boss probably wouldn't have cared. He would have just been like, yeah, piss off, mate. You know what? The boss that I had at the time, he cared way too much, but in like kind of a bitchy way <laughs> oh he wanted you to like hey he loved to pull it out of me he loved to make people suffer what you're doing it with your hands boss. i don't appreciate it. <laughs> he's got I his was... hands like pulling in a rope yes, while talking a rope. about his boss and it just it's a bit 
It's, it's evocative. It's, it is evocative. <laughs> that is probably the descriptive word I would use. Oh, but yes. you know what? Tradies are us. They're going to be okay without you. They'll be for fine one day, for Steve. a day. <coughs> and now you get to start the day. And there is oh, no better way to God. start the day. Because it's not a big night. It's a big day. Baraka performance. Oh, hell yeah. They are our unofficial sponsors for this segment. <laughs> How what? many sponsors do you have, <laughs> So far, zero. But we're working on it. No more sponsor talk for this episode, I promise. Okay. But it is a Baraka performance Absolutely. song for the day. So what is your song? Not to start, not to have a big night, but to start the day off just right. Okay, so it's going to be the same song that I actually had to pump myself up with every morning on the drive to this crappy job that I had. Okay. It was the only thing that would give me the pep enough to actually walk through the door. <laughs> it's Rules by Doja Cat. Do not judge me. I love it so much. It has topped my Spotify, uh, whatever that playlist is called, every yeah, yeah. year, my top songs for like three years running now. It is great. Okay. Okay, so I don't know that much about Doja Cat. <laughs> I do know that they were like a meme or like, yeah, like yeah. a TikTok. Yeah, have you, have you, you know the Say So dance yeah. on TikTok? I, I knew that off by heart during, okay. at that time. So are you a big Doja Cat fan? Absolutely. She's absolutely insane yeah. uh, and really funny online. Uh, quite hot. And okay. music bops. Right, and have you been to a concert of hers? Oh, I fucking wish. Yes, okay. Oh my god, the day she comes to Australia, I will You're... be fighting all of the teenagers to the front of the mosh pit. <laughs> yeah. I am there. You're the type of person at a concert that scares me because like there's the twelve year olds everywhere, and you're like, no, I'm a grown adult. I need to get to the yeah, front there. But I, I paid my it. money, not my parents' money, to be here. <laughs> I'm going. I'm going to go see them. Now, That's going to be me at the Lil Nas concert early next year. I do appreciate it. Lil Nas, pretty fantastic. Is, is Rules your favourite song of Doja Cat? Like, is that the number one song for you? You know what? I would have to say yes. There are a few other favourites. There's always, you know, Bitch, I'm a Cow. That song, always a great one. <laughs> she just says move for the entire song. I'm going to be honest. I, I really... I, <laughs> don't, so know, I don't know enough about her. So, can, we, can we deconstruct this a little bit? So, there's, a, there's a one that says move, I'm a Cow, bitch. Yeah, it's bitch, I'm a cow. Oh, bitch, I'm, I'm so I sorry. I don't say meow, I say move, something like that. Does, do people often get confused with cats and cows? Is that why she's clever? I would assume <laughs> so, yes. In fact, her name is Doja Cat, but she says she doesn't meow in the song. So it confuses me, but it also intrigues me. Okay. Which is why it's such a, you know, just a beautiful layered song. <laughs> <laughs> Are there other lyrics behind Bitch, I'm a Cow, Moo, 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 Moo? It's moo, basically moo. that for the entire song, which kind of rocketed her to ironic fame in the beginning. And yeah. then it was Say So. So I appreciate artists, right, that yeah. have, like, done, like, a meme song mm. and have, like, really, like, then catapulted themselves and, and be like... they do their own thing. I'm actually great. Yeah. I think uh, another artist, um, I can't even remember their name. I was speaking about the other day. I think it was Joja, maybe. They oh, did, like, a YouTube video, like, a bit satirical. Oh, Joji. Yeah, Joji. Filthy Bloody Frank. Oh, yes. my God. I used to watch his YouTube videos and I haven't listened to any Joji. of his yeah. music. Well, his music <laughs> is incredible. I've heard. I've heard it's beautiful. <laughs> and I just compare the pink freak that he used yes. to be on YouTube. You yeah. know, I, I used to watch him in high school doing weird videos with, with you know, some strange YouTubers back in the day. Yeah. 
to in Australia out in like I think Perth and okay. now I have friends that are like yeah I really love his music and I'm like filthy Frank and they're like who? because <laughs> yeah. his latest album is Smithereens I actually just listened to it for yeah. the first time in full last week and it is phenomenal oh, wow it's a really good album but like I, I then heard that there's this whole backstory I'm like you know what I appreciate that so much more full respect absolutely we love a pivot we, you always need to pivot in your career if, if you get the opportunity to do exactly what you want to do go for it would you say Doja Cat is your number one pivoter or is there someone else that you've seen that like it could be like an actor that like only did comedy and then oh. changed to serious. Like, I don't know, Steve Carell in, oh. in when he's like pivoted like the patient. Wow, he's phenomenal in yeah, serious. Yeah. Um, His acting is great, by the way. So good, so, right? So good. Um, but is there someone for you that you can think of top of your head that's like done a pivot and you're like, you know what? That's going to be number one. Or is it just, just Doja Cat for you? Honestly, because we just spoke about him before, I can't think of any actors at the moment. Yeah. But Lil Nas starting off with like a country pop <laughs> bop with Billy Ray yes. Cyrus and then becoming an amazing queer icon with his music. Like fantastic stuff. Oh, oh no, I've got a better one. Okay. Sorry, I'm I've sorry. got an even better one. Let's forget about Lil Nas. Yeah, forget screw about Lil Nas it. as much it. as I'd like to. <laughs> Rebecca Black. Oh, Rebecca Black. Okay, you've won this. You've Thank won this you. competition. Now, for those that are not in the know, Rebecca Black, best known for Friday. Absolutely. Everyone. Who she, doesn't know? Did she make Saturday or Thursday next? She did make Saturday, Saturday next. In fact, next. She, before that, she appeared in a Katy Perry song, a music right. video for, I think it was called Thank God It's Friday or TGIF or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. No, last Friday night. Last That's Friday song. night. Sorry, listeners. But yeah, <laughs> so she was obviously famous back in the 2010s as a meme. She got a lot of hate, the poor thing. I had a massive crush on her back in the day. How Fair could you enough. not? She was an icon at the time. I remember listening to Friday and you would hear it everywhere. Absolutely. It was probably the most iconic, I don't know when it came out, but that year, it yeah. must have been like 2010 maybe? Well, she had to fight Gangnam Style at the time, but True. this was peak like ultra lols on the internet kind of yeah. thing. So <laughs> it definitely rocketed her to fame and then she couldn't escape it. But in recent years, ever since I think like the TikTok age, she has become a hyperpop queer icon and I love it I actually saw her recently here in Sydney really? and she did that? a hyperpop version of Friday it was incredible okay can we slow down for one sec oh hyperpop ah, explain it to me you are showing your age no I'm kidding I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> hyperpop is that like weird your brain feels like it, everything is moving way too fast and ev and all the vocals are really high pitched and, and it feels like you're having an aneurysm while you're listening to it but it's very fun oh that sounds just <laughs> like my brain every day so fantastic sounds hyperpop is probably a thing there's there's some famous hyperpoppers like uh, 100 Gex is a classic yeah, one yeah Doritos and Cheetos that's it that's exactly go. it and she is definitely broken into that mold which is great and her honestly her songs are fantastic yeah so did she finish on Friday or did she finish on her music that was actually good at the concert. Uh, I think she did finish with Friday, which I is which that. is great. It's what a lot of like some of the more casual fans were <laughs> there like for. They were there to see Rebecca Black, you know, 12 years later doing her most famous song, which is fair enough. But in the last few years, I've also just been so like into her music. She definitely pivoted from like an internet meme, re-owned it, reclaimed it, and started doing her own music. I respect that so much. I feel like just the ability to acknowledge like, look, I've gotten to this level, but I actually have talent. Yes. And just pivoting. Kudos to those people that just have natural talent and exactly. do it as well. Good like, for them. Well Don't done. know what it's like. Chuk <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Now, getting a bit hungry, you know, you've just pulled a sickie. 
your, your stomach's rumbling. Yeah. Where do you go locally for your oh. best brunch, lunch, oh. meal? It you could are be... talking to the right person. I think I I'm think a so. brunch aficionado. Okay. My gosh. So I so live you... in Kuji. So wait, wait, just quickly. Yes. Brunch over lunch is what you're telling oh, me. Oh, 100%. Okay. Anytime. Okay. Anytime that brunch is available, I will brunch. Look, I'll be honest. I had quite a few years where I uh, revolted against the brunch. <laughs> I thought it was it was redundant. It's morning tea. That's just a bit. Bigger. You know what? Yes, it is morning tea. You are absolutely right. But make a boozy. Sorry, boozy. I was going to say bougie, but, <laughs> but also boozy. Works. Abs- works. And that's what okay. I was going to say. My favorite place to go in Coogee for a local brunch feed uh, is my my co- local courtyard cafe. It's called courtyard down near Coogee Beach uh, on Coogee Bay Road. Oh, it's lovely. great. It's fantastic. They all know me, and I if I don't have anything to do that day and I don't feel like a coffee, I'm getting a bloody mary to start the day with. Okay, that's yeah, a broke yeah. start. Absolutely. Bloody mary in the morning. What do you order at the brunch at, at Courtyard? Is there a go-to or do you change it up? Oh, I got a go-to. They okay. know. I sit down and they give me the same thing. It's okay. great. I, I, I want, we're stopping the podcast here. I need to know, <laughs> how do you become a, a usual? The key. The key to becoming a local, a usual, a mm. regular is to be fucking annoying at first. <laughs> okay. You really need to make them remember you. I know that me and my family annoyed them in the beginning into wow. loving us because we were always there, always ordering the same thing, being very loud wog families as Important. you do. And it, they just ended up remembering us, which is great. And we're now very good friends with the people who own the cafe. <laughs> so what are some of the annoying things? Were you like being more like they'd bring it out and you'd be like, I didn't order this. Oh, or, no, no, no. Or like gaslighting them. Or <laughs> be like, I didn't order this. And like, yes, you did. It's like, I'm the customer. I am always I'm right. I'm always right. No, more like like yelling across being like, hey, can we order something else? <laughs> hey, can I get another coffee? That kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, come over here. Let's have a chat. Like, you know, capturing them. Yeah. Like a Pokemon. <laughs> You're not allowed to go to another table. You're our <laughs> friend now. Yeah, you sound like, well, I realize because also my grandma's, like a very ethnic person. This is exactly what she does. She'll just like corner someone, like a waiter, if they're within five meters, she'll be like, darling, come here. Yep. And then yep. just corner them for the next half an hour. And it's why I love her. Absolutely. But like, they oh have other God. stuff to do. It's, really it's a busy do. cafe, but unfortunately that's not my problem. I came yeah. here to socialize. <laughs> I, I've realized as well, going to uh, our homeland of Cyprus in the village where, you know, my granddad grew up, where my dad grew up, I would go to the local Cafe Nui, which is a cafe. I'd get a frappe and I would sit down and I'd want to sit and just drink my frappe and the waitress wouldn't stop talking to me, <laughs> telling me about my family. So I realized it's, probably ingrained in my blood yeah it sounds i mean lovely that you went to cyprus it's Love a that. phenomenal place absolutely um but it is really funny that you bring those characteristics <laughs> like we don't even realize that we're we're doing it and i feel yeah. like as i get older i turn more into my nonna which is like <laughs> as you should oh, such a worry like every time i'm in a lift now i'm like oh no am i gonna start speaking to this person like this could go just own it on wrong. the tram here i know a tram on yeah. the tram here i was just chatting to the people that were sitting across from me they probably that. hated it <laughs> i loved it it's funny because i'm i'm both the opposites like i'm very much like headphones in i don't want to speak to anyone yeah. but when I, when you're in the mood for a chat you know i need it i need a chat if no one's picking up the phone i need to talk to someone yeah so i will find a captive audience you <laughs> Okay, so I guess the key for me is A, to be annoying, order heaps of stuff, and then just speak incessantly yes. about the homeland. Absolutely. Got to be about the homeland. It Very works. important. Absolutely. Um, just a quick question on that while we're yes. on the 
talk of Cyprus. Yeah. Saganaki or halloumi? Oh, halloumi. Halloumi comes from Cyprus. Saganaki is from the Greek mainland. Right. Okay. Halloumi so you're way more. Natural. Even though Saganaki is better, you'd still go for. Oh, halloumi. you want to go there? <laughs> you want to? You want to do that? Look, still. I can appreciate Saganaki when you want something nice and sweet and really quickly fried. I can appreciate all the differences but halloumi is uh, the best cheese in the world just to clarify unfortunately for you <laughs> for those that haven't had either saganaki and halloumi are both cheeses no, yes. known from Greece and Cyprus yes. I did not know halloumi was originally from Cyprus opposed yes. to mainland Greece absolutely yeah so you'll you'll actually see here in Australia because it's so popular that halloumi made in Cyprus has to have the Cypriot flag on it oh. it has to say product of cyprus on it because halloumi made in australia just like champagne cannot be called halloumi anymore oh it has God. to be like cyprus style halloumi or something like that go that to your is. local coles go to your woolies you will see it you have blown my my tiny oh, yes. little brain oh <laughs> yes the best halloumi i ever had was an accident i walked into a cafe in cyprus me and my sister were looking for a very specific archaeological site to go and film at i know we got lost as you do as you do as you do what are your holidays <laughs> my god this was back back in uni when i was filming stuff for my honors project and i was like i really want to get this this amazing historical site on footage <laughs> didn't use the footage at all no but it was a great adventure not. Everything you say, I have like 10 million questions. We're just branching off. All right, let me branch back to the the halloumi specifically. Sorry. I walked into a cafe because I was like, we're lost. I just need a a frappe before we start driving again. And there was no one in there. I was like, what is going on? And I heard voices in the back and we walk out and it's this group of Americans doing this like traditional halloumi making course with the owners of this cafe. And they're like, come and join us. And it was brand new, freshly made halloumi with proper goat's milk that was milked that morning. That's lovely. The greatest halloumi I've had in my life. It was fantastic. You know what? It's literally from the cow's teeth. Literally. All the sheep's rather. Not even an hour later. (laughs) Is it a sheep or a cow? It's a goat. A goat. It's goat's milk. Oh that is God. that is authentic halloumi. That is that's the real deal. It okay, is the so real deal. now this takes us back to where we started. What <laughs> yes. is your go-to order? That is so funny that we actually naturally brought up halloumi because <laughs> it's it's called the halloumi stack at the Courtyard Cafe. I love it already. What's in a halloumi stack? It's a poached egg that I usually swap out for scrambled just because it's my favorite kind of egg. Okay. We're on top of spinach. That's on top of halloumi, on top of beautiful sourdough bread with a lot of lemon. And I ask for that extra lemon because I'm an acidic boy. Oh, I do love a bit of lemon. I I, I don't know if you ever drink lemon juice just by itself. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) When I was a kid, I would (laughs) chop a lemon in half and just lick it while watching Nickelodeon. so delicious. It's great. I love it. I, People don't understand. I ruined the, my teeth. The joy of lemon. Yeah, all that enamel is gone. It's so, it's so gone. That order sounds fantastic, but the question I have is mm. when you go in, do you have to ask for the scrambled and the extra lemon, or do they now give it to you because they know you? Nowadays, they know. It's I been a solid three years straight, I would say, since I like solidified that as my regular order. And okay. now they just know if it's not the Bloody Mary, usually I will have to say whether I want a Bloody Mary or my regular coffee, because then they will ask. <laughs> That's okay. So they ask you whether you want to. So you come in, <laughs> you come into the courtyard, you take your usual seat. I can only imagine you with like a huge newspaper. <laughs> not that that ever happens anymore. You sit down. They don't ask you anything. They just say coffee or Bloody Mary. <laughs> well, it's it's not so much coffee or Bloody Mary. They ask me if I want freckles or alcohol. Now, I'll get to why. So freckles, because I always order a mocha. I love hot chocolate when it comes to my coffees. Delicious. And they put one or two freckles with their coffees. It's lovely. Okay. 
But I always ask for more. I love freckles. I love chocolate. Okay. So they will ask, ask Wait, freckles. Do you want lots of chocolate freckles? with hundreds and thousands? Yes. On it. Okay. Yes. Not that we're talking about two different. And no, you're sorry. About some not the not the freckle. bodily freckle. No. The okay. chocolatey freckle. <laughs> love that. So that either I order a coffee where they just put a whole handful of freckles next to it for me, or my regular Bloody Mary. Oh my! This is I. Love everything about your experience at this place. Is it an outdoor setting or are you inside of a cafe? It's, it's, it's a, courtyard. a courtyard, basically, okay. undercover. So it's it's open up into Coogee Bay Road. Okay, that is a phenomenal meal that's local, but we're going to pretend that you can teleport. Because oh. if you could go anywhere in the world for the same meal, is it the goat's teeth? Or are you going somewhere else? <laughs> Not even the Lumi, just the goat's just teeth. Just the goat's teeth. <laughs> am, am I teleporting my way to Cyprus for goat's milk halloumi? Absolutely. Any day of the week, if I could teleport, I would go straight to my Yaz village and have her halloumi and her, uh, I was going to say the Greek word for it, uh, cucumber. I always forget English words sometimes. What's the, some what's the Greek word for it? Ungoodies. Like, that's the word that lives in my brain for I really cucumber. like that for cucumber. That's very nice. I would teleport there, but if, can I teleport anywhere it's in anywhere. the world? Anywhere. Okay, all right. I have to go completely rogue here. My favorite meal ever is Shake Shack. I will teleport either. No. Nah. <laughs> nah. Come on. <laughs> no. Yes. You literally went from fresh halloumi <laughs> in Cyprus to Shake Don't Shack. Don't you ever crave the just the disgusting stuff sometimes? Yes. <laughs> yes. Anytime I travel to the States, I'm either going to In-N-Out <laughs> Burger straight away or Shake Shack. Okay, well, this is what I was going to say. In-N-Out or Shake Shack, what what for you is the go-to? God, look, if I had to choose right now, Shake Shack. Yeah, it, it has it, to be. It just, it, it's slightly higher on the pedestal for me. Don't get me wrong. I do love a bit of In-N-Out. It's just a bit sloppier and more plasticky for me. Yeah. Shake Shack holds itself to a bit of a higher standard. <laughs> Even just a little bit. For like literally a $3 meal. <laughs> yes, literally. Um, now, Shake Shack do burgers and shakes. Yes, burgers, share, uh, the, the uh, cheesy fries. Cheesy fries, delicious. Do they have a secret menu like In-N-Out burger? If they do, I don't know about it. I should know about this. It's my favorite fast food. I uh, just get the same thing every time I go. A double with cheese. Okay, so a double burger. So meat, meat, cheese. Yes. Fries? Cheesy fries? Cheesy fries on the side. Sometimes if I'm feeling frisky, I'll get the double deluxe, which is bacon and everything else. Oh my else. God. I know. It is full on like clog my arteries. And a shake? Obviously, it's Shake Shack. Okay, what shake do you go for? <laughs> this caramel is important. Shake every time. Yeah, okay. I'm a caramel boy. Salted caramel, or just normal. If caramel? they're salted, I'm getting salted. Okay, we can get around salted. Mm -hmm. And are you having Shake Shack any time of day, or is it like after a big night out? Because like I've oh. had it after a night out in Austin, Texas, and it was lovely. Yes, it was it, the perfect finish to a night. I unfortunately I've never had it on a late night out. Okay, I just never had the opportunity to really go and get really lit in the States because I'm either there with my family or when I was by myself, I had no way to get around. Yeah, so fair. I didn't go out a lot. To and I like guess clubs. if you get lit by yourself in your hotel room and then just go to Shake Shack, <laughs> that's probably like a bit sad. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It, it can be a bit sad. There were, look, there were times when I was living in the States, I lived uh, in an area called Burbank around all the uh, TV studios and everything. And there was this area. In LA? In LA, yes. Okay. In the, there was this one area where there was a Shake Shack that was walkable and for me Shake Shack was always special so I was like I can't go to this too often and one night I went too soon since the last time and oh. I was just sitting there like 
Oh no, this is sad. Yeah. <laughs> and your arteries are mean, like, please yeah. make it. I was it getting end. the meat sweats and I was like, oh, meat sweats are a real I thing. shouldn't have done that. They are a real they thing. They are a real thing. Yeah. I, I learned that very early on, oh, yeah. that they are a big thing. As a, as a sweaty man, it happens oh, a lot. God. Christmas time, when it's just meat and lamb, that, for me, I know I'm going to sweat. I bring a towel with me to, this, <laughs> yeah. to Christmas. You're prepared for Christmas. You've got the towel. You've sorted. Yeah, hell yeah. Does Shake Shack do anything special or are they just like known for their shakes? Like, because when I think they, of shake, do they put like something special on their chips or like, is it just like and For me, I food? think the special thing is their concretes. So concrete yeah. as in like a yeah. thick ice cream shake kind of thing. Delicious. Whenever I go with my family, that's the only thing my dad will get as well. He he will always crave it. It's so just I've, I've got a fitting e for them now. Yeah, I appreciate that. It's funny when you think of Shake Shack, I, I'm lactose intolerant. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and no. all, all, all I think of is death. Is death. <laughs> I think the issue with the States as well is that the serving sizes are just so big that like a normal like shake meal at Shake Shack, you're done for like the week. That's a family meal. You yeah. can share that amongst your 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 tribe. <laughs> you can share all amongst eat. your tribe. You and your ten cousins can Absolutely. go just and share one burger. One fries. family meal. Well, you're done. Bro. Yeah. You're done for the week. <laughs> Which is it's just... true. Awesome. Um, look, you go to Shake Shack. We love Shake Shack. It's yes. a great call. I don't love Shake Shack, but you do, and that's Fair fine. Enough. It's it's your perfect day off. It's not mine. <coughs> You've just had a good meal. You've just finished at the courtyard in Coogee Beach. Yes. You've got the afternoon where you can do whatever you want. Like Ferris yeah. Bueller, you want an adventure. You can go to the art gallery. Maybe you want Coldplay to play, play in your backyard, oh which God. is always the example I use. And I just realized, I just don't know how many people would actually want that. But Look, Chris Martin seems like a fun guy, I guess. I think it'd be, I think it'd be a, uh, like a good time at yeah. a barbecue with some, you know... Yeah. Sure. What would be your... <laughs> activity in the afternoon it can be right. anything with anyone they will magically get there they will just do it with me oh wow well, well, no, not that way Phrasing. but they, we they are, will we are go a on PG, an adventure with me we are a pg show absolutely they, so you could choose like paul mccartney paul mccartney to go on a hike with you if you want oh to. My God. that's that's doable here that does sound amazing the scope is wide okay all right let's let's start off at Coogee Beach. Let's just start there. Okay. I've just finished tanning. Let, that's my. That's the beginning of my perfect day. I've just had like an hour long bake in the sun. Please stay sun safe, please. It's you, very you're using hot sunscreen. Here. You're using SPS uh, 50 plus. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Definitely. Top slabs. Yeah. After that, oh my gosh, I want to go and party. I want a daytime rooftop party. Okay. I've had my first drink, the Bloody That's Mary. True. The Bloody I Mary. I need to continue that. So I'm getting picked up in a limo. Of course. To someone's party. Let's say, because we were talking about him before and I've always wanted to party with him, Lil Nas. Okay. Yes, I have a crush on him. Of course <laughs> I do. He's picking me up in a limo. He's here for the tour and he's like, Stephen, we have a party to get to. It's the day of the concert. Come on, let's go. And we're going into the city. We're going to one of those rooftop Hilton bars or whatever. Okay. He's booked it out. Do you have one that's a preference? Or it's yeah, like oh my God, actually Babylon in the city. Really Babylon. nice. It's quite nice. You get a beautiful view of Darling Harbour. And you know what? <laughs> I'm surprised we went with Babylon because it, it, it's pricey, don't get me wrong. It's but it's not like... It's not like the Sheridan it's not the rooftop, ritziest. the ritziest place you've just had go good to. times there before. It is a great call. Now, 
Is this a private event with Lil Nas? Absolutely. Okay. Look, this is him and his most uh, cherished friends. Obviously, Billy Ray Cyrus is there. <laughs> Rebecca Black is also there. <laughs> it's everyone that I have a crush on. Doja Cat is there. <laughs> <laughs> you got, so it's really just you and everyone you've had a crush on? Absolutely. Um, All of my celebrity <laughs> crushes are there. If we're talking my fantasy day off, we're all getting drunk on a rooftop in Sydney. I love this. So have you been to Babylon before? Only once or twice. Okay. But I, I've always known it's just this beautiful place with beautiful cocktails. Yeah, it is. It is super fancy. It's, lovely view. it's quite ritzy. It's... And it's a sunny day. I want it to be sunny. I want to be wearing my linens. Yeah. I okay. want to be drinking spicy margaritas all day. I love that. So you're, you're, you've just basked in the sun. You've gone to this rooftop. It's a private event. Yes. Now, are any friends and family invited or is it just you and all the celebs? Because oh. that's okay. That's okay. Look, I am a social person. I always love sharing these things because obviously I'm the host of this event. Yes. Obviously I'm, I'm hosting this gathering of people. Um, so I want to have some of my friends there too. In fact, it's a dress up party. It's a dress up daytime party. <laughs> okay. Uh, what is the theme? So we've scrapped the linen or maybe it's <laughs> safari the themed. linens actually. Not safari themed. <laughs> Not safari themed. I, I need you to know that when it comes to party themes, I love extravagant themes okay. way too much. What is the theme for this party? And this then we're one. gonna go. We're gonna. I'm gonna pry into this a little oh, bit more. Oh, okay. Tell me what is the theme. For you know this what? Party. One theme I've always wanted to do was royalty. Okay. Everyone can't, and I'm not talking just you know put on a crown. I'm talking <laughs> come in your full noble regalia. Pretend you are in 18th century England, and and it's and and, and all the nobles from across the land have come to party with you and Lil Nas X. That is sounds pretty bloody incredible. <laughs> is there a certain political uh, like a, a monarchical figure like does it want do you want it England or is it of Ooh. Monaco or is it of Spain is it of Cyprus Ooh, I like, like, well to be fair Cyprus has had a few kingdoms so now it's the kingdom of Cyprus the modern kingdom of Cyprus there we go I should okay. say and I am now the king no I'm kidding <laughs> no, we'll, we'll take it so you're you're dressing up as the as, historical kingdom of Cyprus I love that now you mentioned this I want to ask a couple more questions oh, okay. about this what have some of the themes been for your parties? Because, you know, I'm going to be honest, I do, I do see your socials a little bit. And <laughs> the themes look incredible, but I want the listeners to be able to know. Of course, it's time for them to get the rundown on what a Stephen party. What has been the craziest theme that, you, that you've oh, done so wow. far? Or your favourite. Honestly, I, I love to one-up myself. I feel like I, I have to make it more extravagant as the years go on. I'm on, honestly a bit stumped what to do for the next party, because the last one was it was gonna be a little uh, X-rated. Okay. It's a Midsummer Night's Wet Dream. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I was not expecting that. Oh um, yes. Okay, so you're going as like Puck, you're going as yes, uh, Oberon. So it's it's your arch fairy vibes. It's basically a slutty fairy party, <laughs> but okay. elegant. It's all about opulence, go crazy. If you are coming to one of these kind of parties, you must put in 110%. <laughs> and who did, who did you go as? You... I went as the king of fairies. Of I went course. as King Oberon himself. I had antlers, I had a cape, I was shirtless with glitter. Now, can we hire you to do themes for parties? Because I feel oh, like this is a business yeah. idea that you can make a lot of money off Ooh, of. Maybe I should. I do have a lot of ideas <laughs> up in my head. Well, I do really like the, the play on words as well. I need oh, I need at least one or two more because I'm I'm really reveling in this. My, my themes are my parties I think are not even close to as exciting <laughs> I'm that person at a party that gets a theme and just is like what's the most obscure thing that I could totally do? and you know what I love a basic theme as well because you can do so much with that my, my partner is having a white t-shirt and blue jeans party soon and I I took that as yes let's dress as dads and she was like 
No, 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 no. Just a white t-shirt and blue jeans. One of my it. friends is doing the same thing. Oh my God, amazing. Are you friends with my partner? Potentially. <laughs> um, but, but okay, okay. other opulent themes I have done in the past, if you want to know. I would love to. The one before then I called the Festival of Dionysus. That's incredible. So the, the theme was Greek. Like Greek gods, Greek basically. Gods, but make it slutty. Every Everything party theme, has to be slutty. Exactly. That's one thing that a lot of uh, patrons of my parties know is that no matter what the theme is, even a Halloween party, yeah. it comes with the sub-theme of make it slutty. I feel like some themes could go wrong. Like if you were doing like a reverend party, a slutty reverend party <laughs> could go quite that's wrong. That's fair, that's you're very fair. You steer clear of that. So your theme, we're going back to Babylon now. We're, sure. we're back to Babylon. The theme is... Yes. Royalty. royalty. So you're going as. What the, are you coming as then? What am I as royalty? Um, oh, all if I you're ruining was, the theme, I want you to ruin this theme. For I'd probably me. go as Lord, but that's not really. <laughs> that's not really. No, that's great. That's fantastic. Because yeah. royals and also the name yeah, Lord. That's, that's all fantastic. I, could think of. I love that. Or I would probably go as a tennis court because. Oh, I love that. Yeah, again, you have to connect so many dots. It's got to be. A that's bit. the worst kind of costume. I love it's, that. I, so, I have to respect. But that. I love the Royals theme. So yes. I, I, there's one more question about this Go that I need it. to know. Who's the headliner? Or are oh. they or are they doing like a mashup of all three of them? So Billy no. Ray, Lil Nas, Rebecca Black. That would be the dream if everyone's covering each other's songs, actually. Yeah. That's what I want. I want Billy Ray to sing Friday. I want Lil Nas to to do rules by Doja Cat. I want <laughs> yeah. I want everyone to just swap songs and me just dancing in the middle of <laughs> yeah. it. Which would be an awesome, awesome way to finish. Absolutely. Your day. And obviously the paparazzi are there. Oh, of course. Oh, sorry, did you say finish the day this is the beginning of this the is day. the beginning <laughs> this of is the, the middle of the day the sun has only just started to go but i down. feel like this party would go for hours Absolutely. and hours right and you did say there's paparazzi oh yes so is this going all night like is this going till the a.m absolutely we are going until three o'clock in fact one of the best parts about this party is it's also a movie premiere it's okay, also what's, what's, geez, oh, if we're so talking my ultimate fantasy so right stressful. now, I know. Okay. <laughs> the stress on your face, you're like, my hair no, is I have to remember everything point. Steven says. Okay, so I'm a ridiculous man, Harry. You what, knew this. <laughs> what movie premiere is at your party that's headlined by Lil Nas, Doja Cat, Billy Ray, and Rebecca Black? Obviously, Back to the Future Part Four. Oh, the, the fictional movie that will never ever happen except. Just for me. <laughs> okay, so you've got the premiere, so I can only expect that Marty McFly and Doc are there as well. Totally. They are they respectfully sitting in their own booth, chatting to a few people. You know, they are just watching from the sidelines. Robert Zemeckis is obviously there too. Steven Spielberg. <laughs> they're, they're just making sure that things are running smoothly. You know, that you don't want to annoy the stars too no, much. No, of course not. Obviously. This is the most love, like lavish, exciting afternoon I've ever heard of. <laughs> and I love it part of it when when is the movie premiere happening because i need a schedule for right this. as the moment the sun properly goes down so you know lil nas has just finished the final song of the night yeah. that's when the the private concert finally ends the sun's down huey lewis comes out and of sings course. power of love my <laughs> one of my all-time favorite songs and introduces the crew and cast of the movie and that's when the screen comes down and for the next two hours we were watching and where are they going Back to the Future for? Because I feel like they've gone Back to the Future, mm -hmm. 
to the future. To the future. Then, then they've gone to Wild West. Yes, that's true. And then where do they go on the fourth one? Because oh. if they go to the future, it's just a bit bleak. Yeah, we've we've just done the future already. And like, there was a great future in Back to the Future Part Two as well. That it was really great. fun. Way better than what we're looking like, which Absolutely. is probably desolation and despair. Mm. But let's ignore that for a second. <laughs> let's pretend that it's a positive outlook. Okay. Um, where would you go in your Back to the Future? God, so many time periods that I've always wanted to visit. I've always wanted to see the moon landing, though okay. I don't know how you would do that in a Back to the Future movie. Well, they did it in Burbank, I think. So I think you'd be Oh, of fine. course, yeah. You would just <laughs> filmed in a Hollywood yeah. basement. You would just find the film studio, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> you'd be fine. Dumb, Why was the flag Steven. waving? Exactly. Tell me that, Steve. Exactly. Tell me that. I gotta say, I, I'm gonna cop out with this one. There was a Back to the Future video game that kind of acted as a part four, which I love to do. Okay. If that game became an actual movie with the cast it would be them going to the prohibition oh that would be so fun it was like the really roaring cool. yeah. 20s yeah vibes. the 30s the 20s it's the great depression everyone's hiding and there's you know slick stuff going on under yeah. the underbelly i wow. would love that that would be awesome would you try and find your great great great-grandmother at that time, I guess? because he If, if I his... was Marty McFly, absolutely, yeah. I want to go chat with my great-great-papool. <laughs> oh my God. If, look, if, if Back to the Future happened in Cyprus and it was me, I would be going to the village. Yeah. Absolutely. You would probably be, because I assume in, in that village they were trading halloumi. So you would, <laughs> you would, you would be like get, getting all the halloumi before oh, the market crashed. I would stock up on tomatoes and halloumi <laughs> and I would orders. break the system. <laughs> I would crash... <laughs> I, oh my god, I would cause the war in Cyprus. <laughs> <laughs> I am both Greece and Turkey at this point. Incredible. Amazing. Um, okay, we have to... we got to reel it oh, back. Oh, That's wait a, a sec. Ooh. I'm so... Bring, bring. <gasps> oh no. Bring, bring. Oh dear. You better pick up that phone. Oh god, uh, hello. Yeah, g'day, it's Phil from uh, Tradies or Us. <laughs> Phil! Phil! Listen, hey, sorry. Uh, no, Anyone you sick? listen to me. Oh, you god. listen to me. Yeah, I, yeah. Uh, you know... I may seem like I'm just a tradie, but you know what? I I I, I read OK Magazine, okay? And I, I saw the snaps of you lushing it out with Lil Nas X. That sounds wrong, but you know what I mean. You're having a good time. It's a, it, You know what? It's a crazy story. You yeah. won't believe it. As soon as the jaws of life pulled me out from underneath the treadmill, you wouldn't believe <laughs> whose cousin was I the Amber. I completely forgot that you were under a treadmill. <laughs> I love it. Sorry, yes. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> they yeah. felt so, so bad for me that as they were rushing me out, the Ambo was telling me that she was Lil Nas X's cousin. Can you believe it? That's why he was here. And that's why everyone was here. To celebrate the cousin's birthday. <laughs> okay, and your injuries. How did you... They put me in a wheelchair. They took me to the best hospital possible. Billy Ray Cyrus <laughs> is on this medicine. Can you believe it? I, I can't believe it. You know what? I know, right? I, it's crazy. If you can hook me up with that medicine, I think you might just be able to keep your job. You know what? I'll see what I can do. <laughs> I can't make any promises. You know what I realize is the issue with this final part <laughs> of, the, of the show is that for most part, you don't want to go back no, to the job. No, absolutely like, not. You, you want your boss to be like, you're fired. <laughs> please, God, please fire me. You know what? I, I would actually say that 
you're fired. Thank you. You are 100% fired Thank you from this. so much. Um, oh, God. You've lost your job, but I would say right. you've probably had Spielberg's a phenomenal, around the corner. <laughs> phenomenal experience. You've just had a chat with Spielberg yeah. anyway. Um, now, I do hate you because <laughs> you knew that I had to try and remember everything. This and you're just best. like, you know what? I like to make a chat. Fine. But look, let's recap okay. your perfect day off Absolutely. on Chuck and a Sickie. So you've started the day mm-hmm. in your worst job. Absolutely. You are a tradie salesman at Tradies yep. R Us. Yeah. Um, you've gotten out of the of the job by just literally saying cough and cough, cough. pretending that you've gone underneath a treadmill and miraculously it happens. M- miraculously <laughs> survived by having Billy Ray Cyrus's magic little pills. Absolutely. Which sounds probably something you can make a lot of money off of. hundred um, percent. You then because you've gotten the day off, you start the day right with Rules by Doja Cat. 100%, yep. Who we know and love. You'll see a bit more from her later. Ooh. Then you go to the Courtyard Cafe brunch, and you know that today's an exciting day, so you're having that Bloody Mary. Bloody you're Mary, not- no coffee. Don't need it. Well, maybe some freckles. A couple maybe of some freckles. freckles. Yes. And then you go for your classic halloumi stack. Get rid of that, that fried egg. We want the scrambled. We want scrambled in this house. And we want lots of lemon. 100%. Did I get I that right? swimming in Okay, lemon. good. And then you go have a bit of a tan, but I know. A bit of a tan. A limo has pulled up and oh, who comes out? It's ruining my tan. I, it's unfortunate, but don't worry. You're still bronze and beautiful. Beautiful. You then get picked up by little Nat Nasex. We're good friends. You go to Babylon where there is Billy Ray Cyrus, there's Steven Spielberg, there's the cast of Back to the Future. There's then a live performance by, oh, I hate you so much. Doja Cat, Doja Cat. <laughs> Your face. Billy Ray Cyrus, mm-hmm. Lil Nas, mm-hmm. Rebecca Black. Yep. They all do a, a, a mashup mm. for the finale and then you go straight to Back to the Future 4. Yeah. Which is back to the roaring 20s. But, but... It's Prohibition era, but the theme of this entire party is royalty. <laughs> where you've gone as it's an oh, eclectic God mix damn. of an eye. God damn, this is the longest summary ever. <laughs> you have gone as a, the kingdom of Cyprus. That's me. And you watch the premiere of Back to the Future Four. You get fired, but that's okay because it's the greatest night of my life. Because the greatest night of your life, and then you then work with Steven Spielberg, and you are now. Blue's Clues. Yeah. <laughs> now is, that is truly the dream. That is the dream. Now, tell me, mm-hmm. how do you feel about that? How do you feel about Chuck and Asiki and that being your, your day off? Honestly, I think the moral of the story is absolutely Chuck Asiki <laughs> and lie through your teeth about what you're doing post everything. Yeah. Post absolutely everything and get fired because Steven Spielberg will catch you. I think that the moral of this podcast <laughs> could get me into a lot of trouble, but I think it's worth it to have take Billy Ray day. Cyrus's special medicine. <laughs> take the special pills. Look, I'll be honest, that's one of the most lavish, and I've used that word a million times, I feel, um, <laughs> day that I've ever recounted. I love it. You wanted it ridiculous? Is, I gave it to I you. Want, I want an invite there. I'm so excited to dress up as a tennis court to come to your party. Absolutely, to watch um, Back to the Future Part 4. It sounds awesome. Now, before I let you go, anything you want to plug before we go? Sure, absolutely. I make some really fun videos for Flash News. Get around it. Absolutely. They are, I've watched some. I love them. Thank you. Steven, it has been an absolute pleasure this, being with you for me as well i've loved this thank if you, you so ever much want to chuck a sticky with me again i will call oh in. i am very ready for babylon let's go let's go <laughs> <laughs> chuck, chuck a
Toxicy. I gotta say though, I know, I know I said we're gonna finish, but you've been to a bunch of red carpets. Has there That's been any true. celebs that you've met as of late that you're oh, like, yeah. this is a dream come true? Literally elbow. <laughs> Just randomly. Really? We were we were we weren't allowed into the GQ Men of the Year Awards ceremony, but we were there for the red carpet and maybe also the after party where oh, I met very, maybe some more people. And Elbow was sneakily getting ushered in as we were ushered out of the awards ceremony, and he thought he was gonna come and talk to us. So he did for a quick second before he got ushered inside. And that yeah. was it. Uh, but yeah. Prime Minister that, of Australia. Prime Minister of there Australia. And then Fisher motorboated me. You know, DJ Fisher, I'm, the... I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm, I'm so, <laughs> if you are still listening to the podcast at this point, <laughs> we have breaking news. <laughs> Stephen was motorboated by the artist who Fisher. I can only think after this will be formally known as Fisher. <laughs> um, how did that... How did that happen? Well, he said I smelled like his wife. Uh, he, he saw my chest hair and he was like, whoa, look at this carpet. Blah, 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 blah. Why we were you not very wearing drunk. a top? Oh, my, my bow tie was very off at that point. <laughs> okay. The buttons were down. This was the after party. Right. Quite a few espresso martini and, mar and regular martinis in at this point. Yeah, so he was literally losing it on your chest. <laughs> Uh, it really was. And that's a peak of my professional career. I'm so <laughs> proud of you. Um, that is insane. Okay, we have to get you back on. I, I feel like we need to, like a, a Patreon just for that. <laughs> that the after show will be just me recounting crazy red carpet and, and do, after do you, have, do you have time for one more? Do you have another yeah, crazy sure. red carpet or after party Let's story? Let's see. Oh my gosh. I'm so intrigued. I never thought that a perfect day off would include <laughs> to chat about Fisher motivating. Yeah, and, and it's an actual real thing that happens. <laughs> <laughs> Which is even more insane. And it's really funny because I just went to a festival where he was playing and I didn't I didn't actually go see him. <laughs> I, I went and saw Flume instead. I hope you did not tell him that when he was doing... Obviously, now we're texting. No, okay, now you're mates. <laughs> now we're friends. <laughs> oh, gosh, another red carpet. I mean, it could just be a crazy thing that has happened Yeah, totally. To Look, you. One, of the, one of the more crazy things that happened was having drinks with Robert Downey Jr.'s I'm wife. I'm sorry? <laughs> His wife? Why? Some, some fun things happened when I lived in LA I did karaoke with Grant Imahara before his passing that was really fun he oh was a God. lovely guy he came up to me because I, I didn't have any friends at this point I was singing karaoke in a Star Wars bar karaoke is very big in LA in a Star Wars bar? in a Star Wars like bar a can, like, the like the cantina basically on I Hollywood Boulevard it was really fun and I thought how can I show everyone that I'm an Aussie with no friends I'll sing Land Down <laughs> yeah. obviously yeah. I did it I finished I got off stage and I'd heard in a really bad Aussie accent behind me that was really shit mate and I turn around <laughs> and it's him and he gets me to do Africa with him that Toto Africa. Was Africa that was really fun that is quite and what a beautiful song to sing absolutely as well. love that song absolutely but you were saying about Robert Downey Jr.'s <laughs> wife? Yes. It, it actually involved a similar bar story in LA. So when I was when I was in LA, I got to go and sit in the audience of a few cool things. Robert Downey Jr. was doing David Letterman's Netflix show. I got yeah. sat down next to his wife. I didn't know it was his wife. We were just chatting beforehand. Afterwards, she was like, come on, let's go get a drink. You can come with us. Come grab a drink. It was really fun. That is. Did you meet Robert Downey Jr. as well? He was there. We shared one word. Hello. Oh my God. <laughs> struck. I know. Struck. I know. I feel like with your line of work though, you kind of have to get used to the celebrities. Yeah. I remember there will always be this one experience where I, I went to a premiere with one of my friends and Channing Tatum was there and she Ooh. was she was like, she's such a fan. I was like, you know what? I don't really care that much. You, you answered the question. You asked the question. And she's like, how do you like the weather? And she's like, <laughs> screamed at him about the weather. How do you like the weather? 
and, I was, and he was like, yeah, it's a bit cold down here for, uh, you know, I thought it'd be warmer. And I was like, dude, this was your one chance. Like, why are you asking Channing Tatum about the weather? Like, I, look, sometimes it happens. The starstruckness <laughs> yes. will just come out of you. When I, when I used to work at Channel 9, my job was taking care of celebrity guests that would mm. come on to the Today Extra show. Yeah. So I had to get over the starstruckness very quickly. And, and, and it worked. You know, we had the cast of Spider-Man on. Didn't, oh, wow. didn't shed any sweat Tom at all. Holland or no, no, the, uh, Andrew Garfield? None of the Spider-Men <laughs> or Zendaya. It was, um, it was the Aussie star and the best friend. I can't remember oh, their names. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Um, but the one person that really got me starstruck yeah. when, I was, when I was working there, and by this time I had a lot of experience, so I thought, no, nah, I'll be fine. It was uh, a man named Charlie Duke. He was the, I believe, the 10th man on the moon. Oh, it was very my cool. God, I'm an astronomy nerd, so that I, is very cool. It was amazing. I wore my NASA jacket that day. My boss knew I was going to be starstruck. She was like, "Go have some fun," and I sucked it in all day. I was like, "Don't ask any questions about the moon. Don't ask him about <laughs> the moon." And then we were walking past the helicopter that yeah. is at Channel Nine, and we were just walking along, making small talk. And I think he could see that I was trying to keep it all in, so he leant down. And he said, "Hey, Stephen, you know that helicopter over there?" It's just like flying the lunar module. And I just broke and I was like, tell me everything, Mr. Dude, please. That is incredible. I still can't believe Fisher motivated you. (laughs) You know what? You can post the video onto your podcast Patreon feed if you like. 100% I am doing that. If that is all above board, I am across it. All yours. Well, there you have it. The perfect day off for Stephen Christie. Probably the most celebrity packed afternoon that we've had on the podcast so far. And the cafe that he told about as well. I actually checked it out and it's uh, pretty fantastic. So make sure to check that out as well. Make sure to check out Stephen on Flash News or Binge and make sure to like and subscribe to this very podcast. Join us next week for another perfect day off on Chucking a Sickie.